It's Friday night, which means it's time for another episode of the Friday Night Nicktoons podcast. I'm Casey. I'm Ashley. Last time we watched Hey Arnold the Movie, which has been our first movie in a decent while. Yeah, we also put out our weekly Twitter poll asking you guys whether you thought this movie is bad or good or just okay. And interestingly enough, good and okay tied. So they both had 44% of the vote. Only 12% of you said it was bad. I am wondering though, Ashley, this Twitter poll coincided with the release of the Jungle Movie advertisement. So I wonder if some people might have misinterpreted it to think if that we were asking about that. I'm not sure. That is possible. I didn't really consider that. Um, also, crazy timing on that. Obviously, we did we did no insider knowledge here to know that that was going to drop right while we're talking about this movie, but that was pretty cool. It was, yeah. Um, but also, also real quick, let's let's get on a minor tangent. I got really excited about that trailer. It looks really true to the original show. A um, couple of animation changes, but overall I'm feeling optimistic. Yeah, I'm so excited there. with that and the Rocco's commercial dropping at the, or the, in the same week. Uh, it's it's going to be a good fall for Nicktoons, although I'm not 100% sure when Rocco's comes out. but I want to say it's all within the year. Yeah, but... that's what I thought, too. Jungle Movie is definitely before the end of 2017, so I think we should do an episode about it the week it comes out. I absolutely agree. I'm pumped, and I will, you know... I'll be disappointed if it's not good, but right now I'm feeling optimistic. So we'll see, we'll see. For sure. But then back to the Twitter poll. Um, I think it's interesting. I'm glad a lot of people said that it was good. I think just okay. That's what I voted and that's what I think is about where it settles. Um, I'm glad a few people said it was straight up bad because upon watching it and sort of ruminating with my thoughts from last week, I don't think it's a bad movie. I don't think it's perfect and I don't think it's amazing, but... Uh, it certainly has enough in it to uh, be worthy of some merit. Yeah, I agree. I think, I think, yeah, I think okay is about where it sits. It's not amazing, it's not life-changing, but it does enough things right, especially towards the beginning of the movie. So, you know, overall, honestly, I thought that this is going to be a more negative poll than it was, though. I felt like the movie didn't have as many positive thoughts, but... All of that being said, um, this week we are doing roller coaster episodes. Thanks to Norbert at S Norbert D one. Um, he's a regular listener, and we got a bunch of episode ideas from him, and decided to use this one. Um, actually, kind of uh, not exactly an honor, but in replace of Casey's usual annual roller coaster trip that he takes right around this time yeah we do um, we do it every year we had to cancel this time but we are moving it to the winter somewhere on the west coast but i figure i would get my roller coaster fix through uh through norbert's episodes that he selected for us yeah and just quick shout out to anyone who else who has thought about like oh i think this would be a fun episode feel free to shoot us your ideas we love listening to them and we love uh you know putting them on the show. Yeah, and this is not the first time we've used listener suggestions. We've taken your suggestions for episodes of shows before. Uh, we responded to your Invader Zim longing and did an episode around that. So, uh, yeah, keep sending them our way. We love it. All right, well, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Now let's get started.
our first episode for this week is from Hey Arnold. It's entitled Roller Coaster. It's from Season 3, Episode 8B, and originally aired on October 7th, 1998. And in this uh, appropriately named episode, Eugene wants to ride on roller coasters with the rest of the gang, but they all decide that he's a jinx and they won't go on the ride with him. So Arnold feels bad for him, so he decides to, you know, break this poor cycle for Eugene, and, uh... He goes on the roller coaster. It's it's some T Rex pun, right? Uh, Tyranno scare us is the the roller coaster, or is that the theme park? That's the roller coaster, I believe. That's right. Um, so Arnold goes on the Tyranno scare us uh, with Eugene to prove that he's not a jinx, but unfortunately, it does not go too well. Yeah, this is this is a pretty classic Eugene is a jinx episode. We have a couple of them, but this one's just, uh, it just, it, it encapsulates so much of him. You feel bad for him, but he's still just so optimistic all the time. He's, <laughs> Eugene's a great kid. He does not deserve the trash that he gets. You, you know, you could say he gets knocked down and he gets up again and they're never going to keep him down. Is that, is that, would you say that's about right? I would say that's about the worst thing you've ever said on this podcast. <laughs> Am I wrong, though? <laughs> I mean, it does, it does accurately represent him, to be fair, but... Uh, uh. Maybe I'll, I'll make that the transition music out of this episode. <laughs> but... Oh, poor Eugene. Yeah, and, I mean, there's not a whole lot that's super interesting in this. Basically... Everyone's like, Eugene's a jinx, we're not going on this roller coaster. And Arnold, being the wholesome, wonderful person that he is, decides to go with him anyways, and he's like, Eugene is not a jinx, this is not going to go wrong. And then they just get stuck at the top of the roller coaster for at least an hour. I would say probably a good two minimum, based on... Yeah, it goes from daylight to night, so unless they were there right at, at sunset, which it didn't seem like. Well, and I don't even think it was dark at the point that they said it's been an hour. That's true. <laughs> yeah, so, jeez, yeah, the timeline's a little shaky here, and you know the roller coaster would be li the theme park would be liable at that point. That just becomes ridiculous. And oh, also, I've I worked at uh, Six Flags for three years, so I am gonna have lots of hot takes about the portrayal of ro the roller coaster industry in these episodes, similar to the school plays one <laughs> uh, back in the day when I picked it all apart, but. What's, uh, what's interesting about this episode to me is it's bizarrely similar to the Friday the 13th episode we did ages ago, where Arnold is insistent on the fact that there is no such thing as bad luck or curses or Friday the 13th, yet bad things continue to happen to him. Uh, a similar thing happens here with him and Eugene. Yeah, and poor, poor Eugene, poor Arnold, he... He tries to be so optimistic. He tries to be all, oh, no, of course that's not. And he, he just gets screwed over, honestly. Uh, <laughs> For sure. Basically just sitting th up there. And it's I also like there's this, this moment where they're up there and Eugene's talking all optimistically. He's all like, oh, it's going to be fine. And we get this nice breeze. And this there's this mist because there's like a... a um, there's like steam that comes out of the nostrils of this dinosaur that's right there. And he's like, <laughs> got this nice mist keeping us cool, and he like keeps doing this optimistic thing. And we have this like, I don't even know how to explain the music, but it's like this sort of increasing like 
stressful kind of music, like, oh god. It's like kind of annoying, kind of menacing, but still kind of charming. Yeah. It's like very much what Arnold would be feeling in that moment. Just this like, oh god, oh god, how long are we going to be up here? And it's, oh, it's, it's great. My favorite moment of the episode is when they're trying to pass the time and Arnold's getting a little freaked out, as anyone would be, because they're at the top of this lift where the the ride stopped. And he Eugene is like, I know a song that can entertain us through, you know, for this. And Arnold's like, oh, Eugene, come on. And he starts doing the itsy bitsy spider. He's like, come on, Arnold, join me. And Arnold just begrudgingly starts singing along and doing the hand motions too. And they both do it in perfect unison. And I don't know why, it just sent me reeling. Yeah. And then they, uh, later, there's a firefighter who comes up in a cherry picker named Lucky, who, uh, is all pumped and then he gets stuck the cherry picker gets stuck and he is like um eugene convinces him to sing along with him as well and this grown adult man firefighter just singing a song is another great touch right well and so just to poke some flaws in the some holes in the whole roller coaster aspect of this episode what really would have happened because every roller coaster at like a legit theme park like that will have a walkway up the lift so that you know people can be taken off the ride manually um so employees have to come up with like tools or you know they have to unlock the secret latch to let people off and then they just walk down the stairs. This ride doesn't have that. And not only do they not have that, they don't have ride speakers on the lift so that employees can talk to them and let them know what's going on. So instead, at the bottom, they're using a megaphone, which still would not carry all the way up to the, like, 300 feet or however much. They, it would still sound quiet. I don't know. All the, Those little things started to bother me. I mean, you do have to remember, though, Casey, this was way back in 1998. Roller coasters were a completely different industry back then. <laughs> That's true. That is true. I did not work at a theme park in 1998. So, yeah, I guess, you know, I did go to Coney Island a couple years ago in Brooklyn, and it's just completely lawless out there. It's They don't check your seatbelt. They don't do anything. There was, like, a baby on the ride with me. Oh, my goodness. Just, just chaos. That's, that's pretty much what all of these next episodes are is just chaos yeah. also just the way they get stuck up there it's not that their train gets stuck it's that like there's like this rope connecting like two of the cars and half of the train keeps going and their half stays and i was like what kind of yeah, a it, terrifying yeah, ride is this it does not make sense and like so did the lift stop i it must have but then how did the rest of the car i guess it was already over the hill yeah but they're built together you can't separate them I don't know. I don't know. But it it is it's a decent episode. What the thought I had that really depressed me is imagine if Arnold had stuck with the gang and been like, "No, Eugene's a jinx. I'm not going on this ride with him while he goes alone." And Eugene had been stuck up there by himself all day. Just how depressing that would have been. Yeah, also just um cuz there's this moment, another unrealistic moment. The cherry picker gets all messed up and they end up having to rope in Lucky the firefighter. And had Arnold not been there to figure out this whole rope situation, he probably would have just died. That's true, actually. <laughs> That's really upsetting. Just throwing that out there. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah, it's, you know, it's just disaster after disaster. And then finally, you know, the ride starts going again once it's 
fixed or whatever, and they, uh, they go on the ride, it, it continues, and then they get out, and Eugene gets stuck, he gets his neck stuck under the, uh, the restraint, and the ride gets sent again, so Eugene is, like, only being held down by his neck, he would have died in real life, like, that was, you would break your neck, and then you would fall out of the ride. Yeah, it's, you know, it's not the most realistic one, it's, not my favorite Hey Arnold episode either, but I think it's a good Eugene-centered episode. For sure. Sort of gets us another bit of insight into his personality. Um, yeah, I don't have a whole lot else to add. Do you? No, not really. I agree. It's a, it's a fine episode. A little boring. It's a little predictable. Not much interesting happens, but the Itsy Bitsy Spider was enough to bump me up to like a, a meh if we're using our we're in between metric. Oh my goodness. How are we going to do that for all of these two? Get a spreadsheet made of them and everything? <laughs> Go on for oh, years. God. All right. Absolutely not. <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, up next we have an episode from SpongeBob. I get knocked down, but I get up again. Can never gonna keep me down. I get knocked down, but I get up again. Can never gonna keep me down. I get knocked down, but I get up again. Can never gonna keep me down. I get knocked down, but I get up again. Can never gonna keep me down. Our next episode is from SpongeBob. It's called Roller Cowards. It's from Season 5, Episode 6A, and it aired on July 27th, 2007. Uh, Ashley, that's exactly 10 years ago from yesterday. That's pretty weird. Oh, wow. That is, that is wild. But, uh, hey, makes today even more appropriate of a day to talk about roller coasters. It is nuts, though, because it feels like new Spongebob, but it was still 10 years ago, and Spongebob is still airing. That's actually really wild. Are we old now? Is that what this I is? I think we're old, yeah. We're no longer cool teens. The old listeners will get that from the very beginning. Yeah, another shout out to them, to them uh, veterans up here. Yeah. All right. Um, in this one, SpongeBob and Patrick are afraid to go on a new roller coaster within everyone's favorite theme park, Glove World. Yeah, I, I wish I could do a summer road trip with my family that we do, you know, our, our roller coaster trip. We're called, we call ourselves the Roller Coaster Crew. My uh, my brother and two cousins, we'd go to Glove World in a heartbeat if it was real. I don't know about you. Absolutely. I would go. I would buy all of the Glove-related merchandise. I This is another one of those things I can't help but think, like, who in the world came up with this right we take it for granted because it's like oh yeah of course glove world but why <laughs> why gloves like why would they even have gloves underwater in the yeah, first place i mean like sponge, obviously yeah but like enough that that's something where they're like let's make this into a theme park just it's the little details that count you know i love it i love it yeah and and this this one i actually really enjoyed i know that we tend to be a little bit critical of the newer spongebob episodes i found this one to be pretty solid. Um, I forget what it's called. It's the Fistopane, right? That's the yep. name of this. Yep, the Fiery Fistopane. Yes, and it's a terrifying ride. Oh my god, I... it's it's not... No one should ever make it or go on it or think about going on it. It's so... Oh. The first drop goes above water, which... Which is awesome. I, guess... I love that concept. And, you know, we, we can't know for sure how deep... Bikini bottom is like how deep it, but we got to That's a pretty decent height, right? That's some. That's some scary stuff. 
No, we don't know how deep Bikini Bottom is at its, you know, point in the ocean, but we got to assume it is deep, deep with some of the creatures that are down there, so... Yeah, I mean, not, not quite rock a, bottom, but... I was about to say it. The other Love World-related episode, maybe there's more. Regardless. It um, also kind of... Maybe I'm an idiot, and, like, I guess I had understood this conceptually, but I never really internalized the fact that rock bottom is, like the actual area in the ocean where you get so deep and all of the terrifying sea creatures are. Like, there are places oh, yeah. like Rock Bottom in real life with horrifying lanternfish and killer things. I guess I never really put two and two together that it's not just a random little place off of Bikini Bottom. It's, like, based on the actual ocean. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's... Honestly, probably only slightly more terrifying than the reality oh god yeah i can't even think about it but when the, so when spongebob is the night before they're gonna go on the ride he goes to sleep and has a dream about them on the ride and at the end of it they land in their graves they fly out of the ride and land in their graves in like the middle of the theme park and ashley and i both started saying that you were gonna say the exact same thing right okay them landing yes. in their graves is brilliant yes Pretty much it's exactly that. I, I started out with okay them, and then just lost it. It was, it was great. They they landed the graves. The guys just digging them, digging them right into it. All prepped for it. Hysterical, yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much the basis of this episode. There's there's a couple of golden moments. They go on this roller coaster called the Mitten, just like a circle with maybe like a one foot drop. <laughs> And there's, like, a baby sitting between them. It's hilarious. And I think we've all been there of this, like, there's something you're really looking forward to but really nervous about, so you kind of make any excuse to not do it, even though it's the thing that you've said that you want to do. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty terrifying, to be fair. Um, and they are wimps, also, to be fair. Or should I say weenies? Uh, yeah, they are... They are the most deserving members to go to Weenie Hut Juniors. I'll bet Super. Weenie Hut Juniors does, like, group trips to uh, the Mitten. They go to Glove World and they just ride the Mitten. You know? I, it, it would make sense. And that's, uh, that's pretty much what they want to do, right? They, they also, there's this gold moment. Uh, Patrick decides to take this picture with, uh, what's, Glovey or something? Glovey, yeah. <laughs> Creative naming. And he's just the most terrifying that moment. Like, Glovey is just the worst thing he's ever had to deal with in his life. I will say, I did have a cousin who at every birthday party was notoriously terrified of the guy in the Chuck E. Cheese costume. And we have some pictures like that of him, like, taking pictures with Chuck. He loved Chuck E. Cheese, but hated the mascot. And it, there are some pictures just like the one with Patrick and Glovey, where he's, like, wincing away and looks terrified. That's beautiful. Uh. Um... Yeah, um, basically, I, I don't know if there's anything else super important in this. There are oh. a couple. We see Larry the Lobster, 
And uh, oh, he's, yeah. he just has, like, odors coming from his pits. And he was Which like, is... smell that adrenaline, boys? And, like, is kind of upsetting. And they're like, okay, you know, I think I get the point of Larry being in that part of the episode is to be like, here's a tough guy who's... He already rode the fist of pain, right? Uh, yes. And he's yes. like, you guys gonna go ride it? They're like, haha, yeah, yeah. And they run away from him because they're scared of the fist of pain. But... The, he, at the end, he sniffs his armpits and just goes, maybe I should stop making people smell me. <laughs> I it's thought that was so choice. funny. Great choice, honestly, Larry. You'd think you'd think that one through, but... <laughs> Larry's great. Um, and what else? There's another oh, thing. There's, there's an old man yes. who's coming out of the ride, and he's like, why? Why? And he's, like, got, you know, all sorts of clear medical issues. He's got bandages all over him. He's being wheeled out in a wheelchair he's got like an IV coming out and spongebob and patrick run away and then he's like why won't you let me go on the ride <laughs> and, and the great. worker goes sir you have a serious medical condition yes then he goes Which... but it's my birthday <laughs> honestly uh, it's it's pretty great the last really good moment highlight from this episode and this one's my favorite of the three by far uh, this SpongeBob episode. They while they're nervous, they keep waiting in line for the bathroom and going again and again. And I, I thought that was kind of funny. Yes, I mean it's, you know, it's something they would do. Um. Yeah. I, eventually, though, they do end up having to go on the ride, right? And uh, they pretty much lose their minds, but. Well, honestly, this ride is terrifying. Can we can we just agree on that? That it is oh, yeah. straight Spun up terrifying. Oh yeah, Patrick aren't being wimps. I think you and I would be having a similar reaction. Like people actually, and they they do in the end lose their spines. It's it's horrible. Oh, yeah, but it's like a gimmick of the ride. They're like, don't forget to don't forget your spines. <laughs> Which also, since like sponges and starfish don't actually have spines, it's fine. But um. <laughs> Spongebob even references that in the, the Squirrel Jokes episode, that he doesn't even have a vertebrae. Anyways, all is well. Um, doesn't matter, just one of those skeptical scientist moments where something's not scientifically accurate. Um, right. Speaking of accuracy, Casey, how, how are your feelings on the, uh, the probability of this roller coaster being made in a park in this day and age? Very low. You know, there's some great YouTube videos and, like, documentaries on the rides that have been attempted in, like, China and countries with looser regulations. And one idea was, like, off of what, I, I don't know, some huge building somewhere in Asia. They wanted to build just a straight 90-degree drop down the building. It was, like, over a 1,000 feet. And I've been on a lot of roller coasters, and the tallest drop I've ever been on was just under 500 feet and it almost killed me so uh, twice that height it would stop people's heart it was never made um but it is yeah the fist of pain it's, it's it brings up those days you know in roller coaster tycoon where you would make you the craziest possible ride that you could and force people to go on it or you know it would never get made end of story even without the giant punch at the end <laughs> Yeah, I figured as much. Just wanted your, you know, expert opinion here. <laughs> Maybe, I'm sure there's an, uh, you could make an adaptation of it that might work, but, you know. 
Also, the whole concept of building a roller coaster underwater wouldn't quite work out. Yeah, I guess that's also valid, but we have to suspend our belief on a lot of things of the underwater nature of this show. Right. So like you could, but new. it wouldn't be a traditional roller coaster. I mean, I trust in you to someday make the world's first underwater roller coaster, Casey. I think that's what you were born to do. And I guarantee you that when I do, the top of the first hill will go maybe 10 feet above the water as a, a shout-out to the fiery fist of pain. And I will cry real tears when I see its completion. Um, <laughs> I think it's time to move on. I think so as well. Uh, up next, we have an episode from Fairly Outparents. Our third and final episode for this week is from Fairly Odd Parents, entitled Love at First Height. It's from Season 5, Episode 1B, and originally aired on February 14th, 2005. So, uh, Valentine's Day. Also appropriate. Whoa, I didn't realize that. That's funny. <laughs> it doesn't read like a Valentine's Day episode at all, but I guess... No, I mean, just yeah. the love part, I suppose. Right. So in this one, Timmy wishes that he had the body of a 16-year-old to get on a roller coaster ride. Vicky falls in love with him, not knowing that it's really Timmy. Uh, when Vicky asks what his name is, Timmy yells out, Gah! in surprise. He is then known, universally somehow, as Gah, the Norwegian male supermodel. So Timmy has to find a way to get himself back to his regular age before things go too far. Yeah, it's... Yikes. You know... Well, we'll get to the gah part, but I think, honestly, one of my favorite ideas of this episode is that Timmy's parents go to, uh, <laughs> like, the lost kids section or whatever, and I forget what it is, that that's the password. They get invited. So, basically, they uh, Timmy, Chester, and AJ go off to ride roller coasters, and Mr. and Mrs. Turner... Uh, the, this adult kind of goes, hey, are you guys missing your kids? And she goes, our, our kid isn't missing or something. And they go, that's the password. They pull a lever and then uh, the Turners are in adult land. This amazing like spa with great food and like everything adults could want while their kids play at the theme park. Honestly, would be a great addition to theme parks everywhere. Not that I don't love theme parks in themselves, but I'm sure there are some days where just... Too many kids, too many kids up in the park, and you would just love to go to adult land and relax your day away. Yep. Um, and, of course, there's moments where uh, Timmy's dad, being the great father that he is, is like, we have a son? <laughs> oh, and so back in, you know, the A plot with Timmy, Chester, and AJ, um, there isn't really... Oh yeah, there is the one big scary ride they're excited about, but it's not as big of a, the concept in this episode. It's more about the uncomfortableness of the discomfort of Vicky trying to get with Timmy when he, you know, wishes to be 16 to go on this ride, this roller coaster. Now, uh, Chester and AJ, once Timmy does turn 16, or just before Timmy turns 16, they pull the old stand on each other's shoulders and wear a trench coat trick. And they get lured into adult land on accident, so they're going incognito while leaving Timmy alone, as they seem to always do, Chester and AJ. Uh, yeah, they never stick around long, do they? No, they really don't. But they are a fun, like, comedic relief in this episode. It's all comedy, but they're especially comedic. 
yeah. Um, but, yeah, in order to be tall enough, Timmy decides to wish to be older, which I'm sure we've all had those moments, right, where you uh, maybe not literally got your wish granted, but you wished that you could be taller to ride the cool rides. Right. Can't be alone on that one. No, totally, totally. And I had friends who, like, would wear, like, five pairs of socks to the theme park to get a little taller, and I'm sure that would be disgusting on a hot day, but, you know, you do what you gotta do. Yeah, I mean, it's it's part of how part of how it has to be, and, you know, uh, you know, Casey, uh, as the roller coaster person that you were, what, what exactly is the reason for these height restrictions? Oh my god, that was actually my least favorite part of the job, was parents getting furious when we would height check kids and they wouldn't be tall enough. Um, I would let it go if it was really close, but if it was like an inch or less, you just, you know, it's one of those things where sure nothing's probably going to happen, but if that kid slips out of the harness, you know, because that's what it's about, it's less about height exactly and more about just overall size like if you're too small you can slip out of certain rides and it has happened before and you can also be too big where the restraint won't lock and so that's always an embarrassing one you know but it's something you have to do because I forget what theme park it was but someone sent a woman on a ride that she was too big for and the thing didn't lock all the way and they sent it and she basically was ejected to her death um, so these things happen and they're horrible. So the height check, you know, doesn't happen often, but it's happened enough where it's like, you know, the manufacturers picked the height limit for a reason and you just don't want to mess with it because it would not be fun. I even had one woman, it was great. I, her son was like three inches too short, which is just not even close. And she goes, well, they let him on last time we were here. And I said, you know, that was their problem then. That shouldn't have happened. And she goes, now what if, what if we waive all legal responsibility? It was like, that, how would that even begin to be legally binding? Like, are you saying yeah. you wouldn't sue the park if your kid died on this ride? Which, like, please, please. It's like, but we had a verbal agreement that she wouldn't press charges. And it's ridiculous. I'm sure that that's... Uh, probably not even legally allowable, to be fair. Oh my god, no, it was so uncomfortable. I was just like, yeah, no, he's gonna he's gonna have to wait. It, it was so uncomfortable. Yeah. Oh my god, um, sorry, just thinking about other terrifying roller coaster things. So, Vicky, well, at the top of the, uh, the, what is this? It's the Heartstopper or something like that? Yeah, because it's, yeah, it's the, the arc of the ride is like somebody flatlining. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and she just cuts off Timmy's seatbelt, so he has to cling to her. Or, I guess not Timmy, Gah. He's Gah at this point. Right. And it is terrifying, because this drop is also probably lethal, and to not have a seatbelt would be pretty much certain death. Oh my god, yeah, it... Yeah, t yeah Vicky cutting the seatbelt really raises the stakes. <laughs> And she asks, uh, she asks Timmy, she's like, I love you, Ga, you know, and she goes, how do you say Ga, I love you in Norwegian? And Timmy just goes, help? <laughs> just funny yeah. enough. But then when they're about to drop, when, uh, Timmy does have to cling to her, he goes, help! And she goes, I love you too, Ga! <laughs> yeah. I like those little sort of throwback types of jokes that we get every now and then, um... I didn't, you know what, I'm not sure if my favorite thing is the adult land joke or just the fact that 
everyone knows who Ga is. Oh, it's so funny. And not only do they know who he is, they all love him. Even the men and boys are infatuated with Ga. (laughs) Yes, and they've got, like, calendars and merchandise made after him and everything. It's nuts. (laughs) It's great, and I love how that's just a side effect of the wish, even though he didn't say his name until after the wish had happened. Yeah, we just kind of let it happen, which is... Fine by me, honestly. Oh, always, always. Fairly Odd Parents, you know, it's such a wacky universe. They can get away with pretty much everything, and I'll usually love it. Yeah. And this is another one of the, uh, I guess this isn't really late season, but it's it's a little further in, and I still think that this one does some great things. Um, I don't know if there's a whole lot of other moments that are super important. I'm trying to think, you know, I'll always cut Fairly Odd Parents from some slack, like I was saying, because it's just, everything is about serving the next joke, and it's totally acceptable. Um, yeah, Chester and AJ get busted in adult land, the mustache falls off, and they call security, and they're like, yep, they were trying the uh, stand on each other's shoulders, wear a trench coat, and a funny mustache routine. So that was kind of a, a fun little line. And, oh, and Timmy's transformation into an 18-year-old or 16-year-old body is really gross. Not that it's, it is hard to tell exact ages. Like, pretty ridiculously tall. I guess, like, some people at 16 look older. It doesn't matter. I guess, doesn't but it's, matter. the transformation is pretty upsetting. You see, like, the pit hair grow in and, like... Yeah. It's like, it's ugh. visual. Oh, no, have we talked about Cosmo Wanda as a kidney and pancreas yet? Oh, no, but that's gold. <laughs> Go for it. Yeah, um, I forgot the name, but Cosmo is the kidney and Wanda Pancreas, right? And everyone's, like, going up for Cosmo's uh, autograph because he's a big deal, whatever whatever his name is, so, so-and-so kidney. And Wanda's like, but doesn't anybody want to care about Penny Pancreas or whatever it was? And they're like, you're not even a vital organ. And it was just great. Yeah, yeah, that's really good. And then when Timmy is looking for Cosmo and Wanda to frantically undo the wish, he starts basically, like, ranting, you know, it's horrible, I hate being 16, I need to go back. And the the person in the kidney costume turns around, and it's some random guy, and he goes, yeah, you're, he's like, you're preaching to the choir, kid, or something like that. It's yeah, like, I wish I didn't have to be stuck in a stupid kidney costume. Right. But... <laughs> that's yeah, what it it's... was. It's good. It's good stuff. Um, in the end, you know, everything... Well, he, he goes in the tunnel of love with Vicky, and then in there it's dark enough that he can make his wish to return back, and, you know, Vicky's all grossed out by him. And in the end, it all it all works out, you know, as, as it does. It's a little bit of a Control-Z wish, but I feel like it kind of has to be. Right. Yeah, it, it is a Control-Z wish, but yeah, exactly. Things have gone too far off the rails, and it is pretty disturbing. I remember watching this episode and being a little like, oh, God, the babysitter. And, you know, there's a point where they're running through the fun house, and, you know, Timmy is uh, in the House of Mirrors or whatever, and he's, like, really fat and then really skinny, and she, there's one where he looks like 10-year-old Timmy, and she goes, pink hat and buck teeth on a 10-year-old, on a, on a, I forget what she said, but... She was like, no, thank you. And then it shows Timmy as 16. She was like, pink hat and buck teeth on a hunk? Yes, please, or something like that. Yes. Um, but I think, I don't know, that's about all of uh, my thoughts on this one. 
You got anything else to add? No, that's about it. These were some fun concepts. Thank you, Norbert. I uh, definitely enjoyed diving into these. And uh, is it time for trivia, Ashley? I believe it is. All right, it's time for our fourth round of Nick Trivia. We're still on season three. Uh, the current score is Casey with three, Ashley with two. Ashley, lay it on me. All right, and I'm pretty sure, well, first off, this is related to the upcoming The Jungle movie. Um, I haven't completely double-checked this, but I'm pretty sure all of these characters talk within the trailer, so I think it's a pretty fair mm. question. My question for you is, which of these characters is not the same as their original voice actor? Hmm. So, three of the four are, one of them's not. I know one, so I'm hoping you picked this one. All right. Um, is it A, Harold, B, Rhonda, C, Eugene, or D, Phoebe? And Harold, not Gerald, right? Harold, as in fat uh, guy. Because Gerald is a new voice, but I guess Wikipedia had it wrong for a bit. Oh, weird. Um, but so I'm glad you didn't pick that, because that would have skewed the results. Um, okay. Hmm. I think that Eugene sounded the most different, but Eugene does sound like he was voiced by a girl from the beginning, so that woman could still do the voice. You know? Wouldn't age out of it. Hmm. Harold seemed the same. Rhonda has the smartphone. But I can't really picture her voice. I'll bet Phoebe's the same, too. I'll bet the girls are the same. So I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with Eugene, final answer. Correct! All right. Well, Casey, you are on a roll. That is correct. Boom. Four out of four Solid. in this season. So I, I, I'm pretty sure they all talked, right? I wanted this yeah. to be a fair a fair shot for you to I'm at least I'm not sure them. if Phoebe did, but she probably did. Either way. Good, good, solid. Well, I guess I can't can't catch up, but let's see if I can at least keep it keep it in range. Yeah, I mean, you know, this is a hot take, but if I just keep getting them right, you can't win. <laughs> like <laughs> if I just never get one wrong, I will win season 3. That is technically true, yes. <laughs> All right. Um so I can ask you whatever I want then, assuming I'm going to keep getting them right. Um, who is the main character of Hey Arnold? Um, is that Grandma Gertie? Nailed it. Dang. <laughs> Alright, here's my real question. So the three shows we covered in this episode are totally by coincidence the three most frequent Nicktoons to appear on the Friday Night Nicktoons podcast. SpongeBob is first with 23 episodes. Hey Arnold is second with 21 episodes or movies. And Fairly Odd Parents is third with 19 episodes or movies. Which show is fourth? Uh, so the fourth most discussed on the Friday Night Nicktoons podcast. We have featured it 11 times. Is it A. Rugrats? B, Jimmy Neutron, C, Angry Beavers, or D, As Told by Ginger. And one more hint, these are the next four, four through seven. I mean, not As Told by Ginger because we haven't touched it on FNN since we started. We're in between. Right. Um, so, that's tough. 
Um, and I'm assuming also, obviously, um, all the grown up preschool days don't count into Rugrats. They do not. I would be stunned if that's how you had it. But again, just, just want to no, make good sure. Good to check. Good to check. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, Angry Beavers or Rugrats. We had... Because the Rugrats special that I was thinking of only then counts towards one Rugrats episode. Exactly. Um, Angry Beavers, we had the special. But I don't know that we've done it. I don't know that we've done 11 Angry Beavers episodes. That doesn't sound right to me. Jimmy Neutron... Or Rugrats. Which one have we done more? Guys, sorry. This is this is scary stuff here. Um, I'm going to go... With... No, I, I don't feel good about any of these. I'm going to start a countdown. Okay, okay. You I'm going go, to go with Jimmy Neutron, final answer. Oof. All right, Ashley. Well, just a reminder, we haven't covered Jimmy Neutron since episode 37. Before Nick Madness, we've been sour to it since it made it to the championship. Whereas Rugrats, we've covered plenty of times since. But your answer is... Correct! Correct. <laughs> well done. Yeah, we did a lot of Jimmy Neutron early on. Was, was Rugrats uh, fifth? Rugrats was fifth okay. with ten episodes. Okay. <laughs> so the movie would have made the difference. The movie would have put it at twelve. Indeed. Dang. Angry Beavers was seven, and As Told by Ginger was seven, which surprised me. It doesn't feel like we've done seven on FNN. I would have thought it was fewer. Same, actually. Phew. Well, okay. At least, at least now Casey's still only ahead by one. This has been a really solid round of trivia, honestly. I, like, yeah, this these season, questions aren't easy. I've gotten one wrong, and Casey's gotten none wrong. Like, neither of us have been doing poorly. Yeah, and they've been good questions, I think. Yeah, I, I honestly feel like the quality has been has been there. I think as the seasons have gone on, we found more sort of creative ways to go about it. Uh, honestly, I normally I would be upset about Casey being in the lead. I'm just hoping for a great season. Yeah, me too. This is getting This is getting pretty addicting, so... We'll have to find similarly challenging but doable questions for next week. Uh, congrats to both of us. Shall we move on? Yes, we shall. To our conclusion, we've got a fun fact, Twitter poll, and preview for next week. All right, our fun fact for this week is based on the Fairly Odd Parents episode we just discussed. So Timmy as Ga, the Norwegian supermodel, does not appear again, but he is mentioned in the episode Married to the Mom, which came out just about a year ago in season 10. So that's hilarious that 12 years later, yeah, because 2005 is the original episode, or 11 years later, um, Ga is mentioned again. I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, I, again, gotta love continuity jokes, and that's, that's for those long-time listeners. We like to throw some of those in our show ourselves, uh -huh. but uh, glad to know Fairly Odd Parents does the same. Our Twitter poll for this week is related to the roller coasters within the show, and uh, we want to know which roller coaster would you most like to go on from these three episodes? That's the Tyrannoscaris Rex, the Fiery Fist O'Pain, or the Heartstopper. All of which are uh, different flavors of terrifying. <laughs> That's for sure. All right, well, next week we've got a fun episode planned called Flashback Friday, or FBF. These will be episodes featuring flashbacks within episodes, so I think it'll be fun. These aren't clip episodes. They are new content of flashbacks that have never before 
been seen on their respective shows. So we've got some cool episodes coming up that I think we'll get into some characters we haven't discussed as often as we'd like to. Yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to it. All right, you guys, thanks as always for listening, and we'll see you next week.